In today's episode, we're going to be talking about what you should be saying no to because there are things we should say yes to, but there's also that good balance of what we should say no to. Let's no. Go. No. What? No. I don't know. I, you said to, for me to say no, so I'm saying no. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 142 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Sarah. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ah, Rafi. What's up, everybody? This is Rafi. And <laughs> no. <laughs> and no. Such a troll, man. <laughs> I just wanted to be on theme with this episode. In, you know what I'm saying? In the intro, I thought he was like telling me no to what I was saying, and I was going to have to redo what I was saying. It's <laughs> oh, <that's> good stuff. <laughs> so let's talk about this because I know Sarah and I. For me, especially, like I had a hard time learning how to say no. I was raised in a family of origin where saying no was not a good idea. Like when my parents said something to me to do, I've got to do those things. Even if it's something, well, it makes sense because, yeah, I'm the dependent and I am obedient to my parents. Um, but even to the point where I was doing things just for my parents. I remember mm. like I was held to such high standards at school that uh, it, it would stress me out. Like if I didn't get straight A's, I would get destroyed <laughs> verbally from my parents, you know, and just like uh, get reamed. Mm. And like I live my life wanting to do the best, the very best, not for myself, but for my parents. And it, I started seeing how it, that kind of trickled into my adulthood life. I too had a family of origin of saying yes to my mom because it was just us. Um, especially when it came to like church things, ministry. So everyone saw me as such a good daughter. And even in my family, they saw me as the the good grandchild because I always said yes. I always did was pleasing so I didn't upset my mm. elders because mm -hmm. I just hated lectures. Yeah. Like to avoid hours or just minutes going into my ear, I'll just say yes. I'll just do it. Yeah. Shut up and do it, right? Yep. Um, and how did that make you feel like saying yes? I mean, most time. times I would just kind of ignore it. It was so it was so habitual already to say yes. But as I got older, I was realizing like how tiring it was and that's not what I really wanted. 
I remember saying no one time at mass. Um, my mom wanted me to go up with the children when father invites the kids to the altar. I felt like I was too old for that. But she was, so I said, no, I don't want to go. And she kept pushing me to go. And I kept saying no. And I ended up crying at church. And my mom was like really mad. I don't remember if I actually went up. Um, but that was, that was traumatizing. I remember that mm. saying no was a, a no, no. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, ultimately I felt spent too, especially like throughout my adulthood life in my careers, just saying yes to everybody, like all my military leadership without really sharing my truth and my perspective on things. I just said, okay, let's just do it. But deep down, like this sucks. Yeah. I hate this. And even in my 20s, when I decided that I don't want to be in the choir anymore, my mom was kind of like, what? And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And I, I stuck with it. I kept to my word. I didn't go. I wasn't really a part of the choir anymore because I wanted more time to pray and be present in the mass. But that was really hard to stand my ground and stick with my no. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like when we got engaged, we started to see a lot of these things start to surface um, when it came to both of us coming together and working together to actually get married and go on this whole journey together. And we thought it was going to be a joyful time, but there was just a lot of tension. And we started to see our, our gaps, and our deficiencies in this area. Because we started hearing a lot of things from our friends, our family, like, no, you should do it this way, this way, and that way. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, like, when we think about God, and he gives, he has, like, these Ten Commandments, right, for us to to rule and live by. And if we don't do what he is calling us to do, then we sin against him. Right, We commit mortal sin if we go against the Ten Commandments. And, you know, what happens and what people think is that these Ten Commandments oh, are like, you know, just boundaries in general, like, are not good. Yet God himself created these things called boundaries. And everything he creates is good yeah and the reason why he has like the ten commandments and these consequences if we don't follow the ten commandments is why we respect him and why we love him and it's how he wants to be loved too yeah and i was thinking like we need to do this like the reason why we have a healthy relationship with god is because he he does this so well and the thing the reason why we don't have healthy relations with our family is because we don't know how to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just got us on this whole journey of like learning this whole skill of setting boundaries, communicating them, um, giving consequences to our loved ones, like if they don't uphold our boundary. And ultimately, like what that led to is we ended up building the wedding that we actually wanted compared to what most couples actually resenting their parents because it's practically their parents wedding Mm -hmm. but we did the thing that we wanted to do and 
throughout this whole journey, like we felt way more stronger as a couple. Like yeah. we felt very together and yeah. united. It really brought us together because it was hard where mostly me, I would want to falter and just give in to what my family wanted. But to come together and remember who we are, our purpose of getting married really grounded me again mm -hmm. in the decisions we were making. And I know it's really hard, especially with family, because they'll guilt you. Mm -hmm. They'll bring out all the guilts to try and manipulate you. But then you have to remember what's good for yourself because God doesn't guilt us. Nope. Can you imagine if he did? What a, what a world that would be. But he doesn't because he's so loving and merciful. Yep. He gives us free will. Yes. To love or choose not to love. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, like for you listening, if you want to have healthy relationships with anybody, with your family, with your friends, with your partner, you've got to learn how to say no sometimes and create these healthy boundaries just like what god does to us when it comes to like the 10 commandments the reason why we have a healthy relationship with god and we love him we want to honor and respect him is because he has these boundaries mm -hmm. and we're obedient to them because that's how he respects like that's how we are to live our lives and um that's how we how we should see our relationships and that boundaries is not a bad thing i think a lot of people think oh you know is bound like i don't want to set boundaries with my parents like that's uh, that's very selfish mm. no it's not selfish like if we're if we think that's selfish we're saying god you're selfish for giving us the ten commandments no it's it's healthy um it allows us to be responsible for our lives and so they are responsible for their lives but like what we we're talking about there's things that you have to say no to in a relationship or with other people to let you know where the boundaries should be set. Mm -hmm. So some, th some of those things is like doing something that you deep down don't want to do. Like you're saying yes to something like, uh, but deep down you're like, this is not a good idea. I don't really want to do this. If those are the things, if you're not f all, all in with it, say no. Another thing, don't do things that you're not gifted or talented with. <laughs> I know there are some times where I, where people would, would come to me for something because they know I'm a reliable person and I would say yes to it, realizing that I'm not even good at the thing that they're telling me to do. So guess what? I'm here in this terrible position trying to figure out this thing that I'm not gifted at and both of us are upset. So doing things that you're not gifted or talented with, like you got to know yourself, know thyself, know what God has given you. Mm. Um, another thing, um, if you hear friends or family members berating you, your relationship, your partner, those are things you have to say no to. You can't just listen to those things and be like, oh, you know, that's so fine. Like they're my parents. I got to honor them so I can't speak up. No. Honor your partner. You got to honor your partner. You're discerning marriage with this person. You've got to speak up. You, you could be respectful to your parents or whoever is making the, those evil comments, but you've got to speak up and you've got to set a boundary and set a consequence. Like, hey, if you share this with me again, like we're going to spend less time with you. Like mm -hmm. sometimes it takes that time, the, those things to let them know like you're serious about this. Mm -hmm. 
And some other things that you should be saying no to in your relationship with your partner is just like looking out for those red flags, saying no to the red flags you see, not just sweeping it under the rug. So things like if your partner is being really possessive, like they need to know what your password is or your social security number. They don't need to know about that. To know your your whereabouts, where you are all the time or be on the phone with you all the time. You need your space. This is toxic. It's a red flag. You should say no to things like that. You should be saying no if your partner is telling you what to do, how to do it, what to wear. And another thing to say no to is that if you're an on and off couple and you feel like you don't want to be in the relationship, but you keep giving in and say, okay, we'll try it again. You're being manipulated somehow and you just need to break this bad cycle and say no, like how Rafi did. Oh yeah, that's happened to me. Yeah, I was manipulated. Like I was, again, I was the yes man. So I was like, yeah, let's try it again. And then we would break up and then say, yeah, yeah, didn't work out. Say no. And then lastly, you want to say no to immoral acts that you feel peer pressure to do, whether it's from your family, friends, or your partner. If you know that what they're asking or telling you to do is immoral. Against your faith. Yes. Say no. I know there's somebody that reached out to us um, in the past where they're like the bo- her boyfriend would tell her tell her like you know what this is fine like what we're doing this cuddling like I can do this to you because it's not in the Bible and all these things and while deep down she's just like this is feels wrong I shouldn't be doing this we could fall into sin right I think it was also like um, impure texting or yeah. phone calls yeah. He's like, this is not a sin. Like, like we're not touching each other. Think about it, you guys. Like, the fact that you're feeling tension around this is not is not out of coincidence. You've got to speak your truth. You got to say no. All right. So, yes, it's good to say yes in our, in our relationship, but there's all it's always good to say no to get more control of your life. And what you're responsible for and and standing up for what is true, what is beautiful, especially your relationship and you discerning marriage seriously with your partner. Um, and you just got to say no. You got to create those boundaries. And if you want to learn more about how to do this, because we're sharing with you like why it's important, we actually teach this in our program. However, it's not open right now. But if you want to be on the wait list, you could totally do that. It's in our show notes join our wait list and once we open up our program again to the public then uh, you'll be notified so they could learn these skills so important all right hopefully you guys got some value praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage take care and god bless bye we hope you enjoyed this episode if you haven't already subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes secondly would you mind doing us a huge favor If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, 
Go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.